Not so much. We did the intro. Welcome to the Rough Take Podcast, where we talk about movies, and you should download we the app, it. and you should follow us talk, on talk, social talk. media, and you should vote for me in the contest, because otherwise I'm going to kill myself. Vote for Max, or else he's literally doing it. That's what he said. I'm going to do it. I found the perfect spot. You found the perfect spot. for. It's a bridge, and it's over a highway. <laughs> high drama. You really are oh, going no, for high I, drama. I don't want to hurt anyone, but if I'm art, but if I die from it, I can't get arrested anyway. But I want to bounce off a couple cars, like, like in Meet Joe Black. Have you guys seen that movie? Have you guys seen that? You know the part Hello? where he gets hit by the car. He gets hit by the car and he bounces off and he gets hit by another car. Oh, Joe! Shocking, shocking cinema. Oh, moment. Joe Black. Oh, yes, indeed. So what are we talking about today, Doug? Because we got a couple movies to address. We got a couple a few movies things to talk about. A few things to say. Yeah. Um, um, we watched Rotting in the Sun, and no one will save you, which you didn't remember the name of just now. Uh, and yeah. let's just be very honest with our viewers and our listeners because they're That's sharp. True. They're a sharp bunch, and they know. Do I have a memory issue? Is this from COVID? No, I kept calling. I kept. Do you have COVID? No, but. Did COVID melt my brain? No, it was um the mold. Oh, uh, I believe that. Yes, could be all consuming mold. All consuming mold. I have. Fungal... There's a spot in my wall where if I touch it, it you could put your finger through it. Gross. And don't say gross. It's that's that's really rude. It's gross. I told my landlord and they said, oh, maybe put some, they said, maybe put some tape over it. That's what your landlord said? Yeah, like some duct tape. This is a good way for you to make money. Like, take your landlord to court. Well, because I could actually, can I say something or should I not? Because I might do it. Oh, for in terms of legal matters? Maybe don't say it. I will anyway. Though, Max is going to sue. It, I, I don't need an advisor. So when you open the garage door, the door from the garage to the kitchen in my house, if yeah. you open it too wide, it hits the stove and it turns the gas on. Oh. So I keep thinking, okay, if it ever gets like really bad, I could just like light a candle and then leave my house and then it hits the stove and then the gas builds up and then problem solved. Huh. All earthly possessions wiped out, and we start from scratch. Uh, we'll bleep all of that. No, 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 it's fine. I've told them about it a lot of times, and they're like, Oh, you know, don't worry. And it's like, Well, I am a little worried because sometimes when I come (laughs) home, my whole house smells like gas. Yeah, because I get tired and distracted sometimes. So, but Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'll put duct tape over that one thing, and then I don't know. Maybe I'll, and then you're fine. Yeah, I get fungal infections. <laughs> That's not every fun. summer. I, so I think I'm very fungal. So during summer, I'll get like tinea versicolor, which is like kind of white splotches from the sun. Happens in, I guess it happens in Hawaii a lot in places where there's tons of sun and heat. But well, well, where's the fungus come in? 
that's what it's like fungal infection and you get like white sp- a lot of surfers have it a lot of surfers have it but um i got athletes put on my penis one time well the movies we watched so the movies we watched were um now you see no one will say i was you. using lotion max no i will, i moved no on one will, no one will I moved on from her athletes, no one will hear. But that means that my penis is an Olympic medalist, <laughs> which is a plus. He's the fastest hundred meter yard penis. I was so scared that it was. I was so scared it was herpes, but it wasn't. Well, I'm glad it wasn't. No one can save you from this conversation. Wait, but someone I talked to a pharmacist about oh. like have being fungal and they're like oh well that's good that means that you people that have issues like that have way less issues with internal fungal infections which can kill you really quickly so if there are any kind of internal fungal like things going around like you're going to be fine from that i'm like oh cool so the last last of us kind of virus i'm chill oh so you'd be okay you'd, you'd have a, like an immunity to it you built it yeah. up yeah yeah okay so that's cool you're like ellie i don't know fucking anything about that goddamn game i only played like i only played like the first level and i was like this is too hard the show is fun you should watch the show if you haven't i know you don't like tv but that's a good one maybe i'll check it out at some point it's on max right yeah oh we talked about you needing to watch it yeah we have before well i stand by it okay uh the first movie i think we should talk about is uh the no one will save you because i think a lot of people have seen this oh really is it popular i don't i i just saw the ad for it like on tiktok i was like that looks pretty scary yeah i know i know a lot of things and then it wasn't but it was fun yeah (laughs) it was Um, not scary though i'm watching your number okay the whole way through i was like this is like a solid kind of fun intense scary three and a half and then now it's a 2.5 to a 3. And I don't know if, and I'm not going to spoil it yet, but I don't know if an ending for a movie has ruined a movie this much for me in years. Yeah. It really, the ending of this movie was like, okay. I agree. And I give it a, I give it a three because it like kept me entertained up until that ending. And yeah. I, like, I think Whoa. I'll say three instead of a two and a half. I'll say three. Yeah, because that I agree. The ending was like, "What the fuck? What the actual? Now, what fuck? exactly is this movie about?" Yeah. So, syn- synopsis. You want to go ahead? Yeah. So this girl has some trauma in her past because she accidentally potentially did something really bad when she was a little girl, and now she lives in her mom's house. And her mom recently passed away, and everyone in the town knows what she did because it's the town where she grows up. And so everybody kind of treats her like a pariah. And then some aliens come. Yeah. That's the plot. Uh, Yeah, she gets it's like basically her fist fighting aliens. For like an hour and a half. Like genuinely, it's like just her fighting aliens. And um, literally. Yeah. No words in it. That's like a big piece of it there's like eight words spoken in the film i guess very little discussion she doesn't like go up to the aliens like what are you guys up to like she's like get the fuck out of my house really actually Mm -hmm. 
and so they come in mm -hmm. and so she is sleeping the night that night and she's like she's like thinking about how bad that thing was that she did for the whole movie like every night she thinks about it for a moment and goes into her little shrine to her childhood friend and then she buys little miniatures as well Mm -hmm. and then she goes into her bed and she's sleeping and all the lights turn on in the house. All the electricity activates and it doesn't wake her up, I guess. Mm -hmm. so then what does wake her up is a little raccoon going through her garbage. And she goes, oh, fuck, I have to go check on that. Because if the raccoon gets my old banana peels, I'm not going to have anything for my compost pile. Yeah. And so she starts walking and then she Gardner. looks. Front door's fucking open. Bitch, what? Hello? Hello? So she's sitting there. She's looking. She's like, who did that? She's like, yeah, but no worries. And then guess what? We find out really soon. An alien. Because there's a there's a goddamn alien with its big gray head and its dumb black eyes. And it Wandering is in her around. living room. It's just walking around, chilling. Yeah, it's checking things out. And guess what else? What? It's got fucking fingers for toes. That it can walk on. Doesn't even yes. have to use its feet. It can walk on yes. its little toes. It's, it like taps around like a little spider or something. Yeah, and so then that's basically the start of the movie. She's like, "Get out of my house!" And the it. alien's like, "Well, hold on." She's like, "Get out of my house!" The alien is like, "Actually, no, because I have a job to do, and I'm not going to leave till it's done." Mm -hmm. And she says, "Bat," and she stabs it in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> After it chases um, her around a lot. Yeah, so she like kills this alien and just stares at it all night, and then like comes out mm -hmm. of her dissociation in the morning, goes to town. There's a mailman truck flipped. Yeah. And she gets into, she's like, oh my God, crazy. And then she gets into the town. Everyone's staring at her. Well, she has to ride her bike into town too because all of the electronics are order. off. There's yeah. like an EMP. Um, and she goes to the police. The people, there's some like couple spits in her face. Yeah, no words, the... no words. She says nothing. She says nothing about the alien. She like runs yeah. back home to the alien. True. Um, and something has crawled out of it. Anyway, enough of talking about it. But well, not enough. It's a movie well, podcast. We a... have to. I know, but just of exposition. Like that's oh, all. Okay. That's what happens. Blah blah blah. And then she fist fights. She's really she does. She great. fucking is badass. And the actress was the girl from Booksmart. I can't remember what her name is. I got to start doing this research one. beforehand. She's not a lesbian. She's, She's a lesbian in Booksmart. It's a phase. Oh, that's true. Because she'll eventually she'll meet a nice boy and she'll have some grandkids or something for mom. Once she comes out of that phase. After Jim. she stops fucking her teddy bear's nose. That's a that's a joke in the movie in Booksmart uh. where she like humps her teddy bear's nose. Anyway. Um, she so she's great in this movie. She's gonna... awesome in this movie. She's so good. I thought her performance was excellent. She's so empathetic and she looks terrified the whole time. Yeah, there's no dialogue in this film at all, which was an interesting choice, but it does make a big challenge for the actors to convey what they're going through. And I think she did. A yeah. Good job and for that. the subtitles. Yeah. Because I had the subtitles on. And oh, you I did? I didn't know that they were on. And then all of a sudden it said, strange alien noises outside and, you're like, and that well, was like the first time it reveal. popped up and i was like i was like wow <laughs> that we're getting it. right to it then. Know. yeah it could have been um, like what if it was a wild animal or something well i want to talk about 
Well, I'm curious what you think about why there was no talking. Like, it was a very quiet place. Because she's alienated. Of... Oh! that I didn't make that joke. That's in the synopsis. It says she's alienated. And I was like... Oh, God. That's dropping like, to 2.5. No. That joke right there. It is a stupid... That's not the movie's fault, though. Whoever works on Hulu mm-hmm. should have their fingers cut off. But... I don't know it, you know, so this was scary. There were some parts, not scary. It was intense. Yeah. There were definitely some points in this movie where I was like, girl, you need to do something other than what you're doing right now. Cause this is not working baby. Yeah. But she was right the whole time. That should make you, that should have the silence broken of the town. I would think. Yeah. Like, I guess I, I guess a point is she's so racked with guilt that she can't tell anyone that she just stabbed an alien in the head. But like, yeah. I feel like that would make me like, listen, I know I did crazy shit, but there's a dead alien in my room. <laughs> you want to know what's crazier than me killing your daughter? Me killing a fucking. Alien oh, that's a reveal. <gasps> what if they had that done happened. that? Though? What if they had done that? No, wait, this is so fucked up. This would have been such a scary twist. What if they had done that right? And they she's like, come to my house. There's an alien in there. But the alien shape-shifted, so it looked like their daughter again when they got there. Mm. That shit would have been fucked up. These aliens are playing evil pranks. Yeah, It's like when that one guy is like, oh, I'm having a gun in the hood prank or whatever, you know? It's like, this is way too far. Yeah, no. That would be good. I don't know. I... So, I don't know what to, what else do we say about this movie? I mean, I thought the Let's silence just... was interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting choice. Cool, um, like UFO imagery, very very standard, but like excessive at the same time, and I like that. They tried to kind of transcend era, like time. I felt like in terms of placing it in like an era, it's definitely pre cell phone. But she had a Subaru that was like kind of yeah, modern. Yeah, Outback. I wonder if she just doesn't have any service in the area. That's what it seemed like to me. Was like it's like this little town in the middle of nowhere, and her house is in the middle of nowhere. So she like doesn't have service. She I doesn't guess, have a computer just... either. Well, That's she just weird. moved there, right? I don't know, but a girl she's would have a computer. Stuff online. Because that's where she gets all the little houses. Like, where the fuck else would she get them? She's buying them yeah, from an Etsy shop, probably. So, like, I don't think know. she would Google. She'd be like, okay, aliens. Aliens. <laughs> she, it's like a Google image picture. She's like, yeah, that is what that that's was. That's it. Or like, just for sure, text this is someone. She must text. I guess the thing is she doesn't have yeah. any friends that she would text either or family or anyone. Yeah. She's just writing letters to the girl. She killed the whole movie. You know what's fucked up? The fucked up thought. Which takes us out of realism. I'm like, she's too pretty for a town to not forgive her because she's so pretty. Mm, yeah, town would like, be like, but look at her. She's like gorgeous. To be fair, even if she was fuck ugly, okay. Yeah, she was like eight years old. You guys, yeah. Yeah, and a guys. child. And this is a tragic event. Agreed. But at the same time, it's like, look, there's that child who murdered someone as an adult now. Like, yeah. girl, everybody said fucked up stuff on Twitter when they were twelve. Who's like gorgeous? Who's like beautiful and perfect? Yeah. Look, there's that beautiful murderess. Like, don't That's what talk they say to about her. her. Or she, or you may fall under her spell. Yeah, yeah. That'd be it was cool a if she was like, a witch. 
Yeah, definitely. If they just went there. They're like, there's aliens and she's a witch. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> she can do spells. <laughs> she's like, she's why like, not? <laughs> she shoots like energy out of her hands. And they don't ever explain it. She just does. They're like, oh my God. Guess what? You guys, you'll never believe this. The reveal is she was a witch the whole time. And guess what? The aliens are also vampires. Um, they turn into bats. Let's quickly talk about... Okay. So I feel like in the movie they establish in the beginning that she like lives in this fantasy world that like isn't realistic and like doesn't exist and has some sort of arrested development with this like she makes like a Beetlejuice kind of recreation of the town and like this yeah that she never fantastical goes to way. spits on her yeah and then <clears throat> yeah so I guess that's what they're trying to do to like get the ending to make sense. Yeah, I don't know, to be honest, what they were trying to do with that ending, but yeah. they really could have cut it like five minutes earlier, Early. and I probably would have given this a three and a half. Yeah. Because that so, scene where she's... Go ahead. Spoiler. Ending spoiler. Doesn't, okay, I let's mean... get into it. Um, So basically, the aliens abduct her after a lot of fist fighting different types of aliens. And yeah, like every kind. Her, yeah, every kind of alien. They look into her memory, and she basically is like reconnecting with herself and her childhood self. And you see what happens yeah. when she kills her friend, and she like forgives her childhood self or something. Uh -huh. And it seems like the aliens are like, "Wow, this one's different." And then she looks at Christmas tree lights, and they don't tell you what's happening. She's yeah, they the like road. let her go. She, she, they, so they like abduct her, and then all of a sudden she's on the road, and there's just lights flashing on her face from up above, mm -hmm. and she starts smiling and laughing. And it's like if they had cut it there, that shit would have been so fucking cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. But instead, mm -hmm. well, they do. They what do they do, Max? Well, we forgot to mention something. The aliens put like some kind of TikTok fruit in people's throats, and it turns them into like mind control yeah so it's like this little like little goo tentacle thing and they put it in they like put it in their throat and then it like stays in their throat and it like they become an alien or something or they're controlled by the aliens so it seems like some kind of assimilation process um and so by the end of the movie she's the only person who isn't assimilated you see her go into town and she starts recreating like her little dance she was doing in the beginning to her favorite song but she does it with everyone in the town so now the whole town, I guess, is like it's like her and then all the aliens in the town. And I, it it's like, OK, so you guys watch Black Mirror and miss the point or something. Yeah, it's. So it's like they give her the town to be the queen of. Yeah, it's like it's Was just like fucked up because it's like, is she evil then? She seems evil. Yeah, she's like controlling everyone and she's made a little recreation town utopia where she's happy and everyone yeah. is like her her bitch it's very um i know you didn't see this but like wandavision or... yeah that's how the ending feels i i've heard of wandavision like i know what the plot is where she creates this fantasy out of her reality bending yeah and there she's is so therefore more evidence that she is per perhaps a witch but that's how the movie ends and it's just like okay what, what the fuck this girl this whole time she's been persecuted by this town 
for something she did when she was eight years old, she killed the sheriff's daughter with a rock because mm-hmm. because she pushed her. And it's with like I rock. Yeah. Yeah. She used the whole country. She <laughs> called the ambassador. Yeah. She said, "You do you have a gun? Because I'm going to fuck this bitch <laughs> up. This girl. So the I'm going to fucking kill her. this girl. Can you imagine? She gets pushed over in the flashback and then she gets on her phone. Hey, hey <laughs> Mr. Amin. Yeah. Let me say something really quick, okay? Give yeah, me a gun. Here. And so he does. He like delivers. The mailman comes. Gets out. And he gives her a package. She opens it. It's just like a gun-shaped like a rock. box. And she opens it and shoots her friend it's like this is not a premeditated event it's a child who hit a kid in the face with a rock because she got pushed over and it accidentally killed her yeah like kids do fucked up shit so yeah. i don't understand i don't know it's just an odd it was a weird and yeah. it was weird to make that the point of like the aliens looking at her and being like let's give her a town you know what that oh this also one killed someone sense. let's give her a town but she feels bad Let's give her a town to manipulate. It's like, okay, well, she should feel worse now. Because instead of one person, now you have a thousand drones. (laughs) You know, it was just a really, really mixed messaging. I thought there's going to be some redemptive arc. um, And then it's like um, she killed someone. And guess what? You know how everyone thought she was evil? She is. Yeah. I mean, is that what they're trying to say? Uh, I don't get it. That's what it felt like. Okay. Well, ah, it does Great. really ruin the movie. It's a really fun movie until then. And then you're like, yeah. wait. It's Great all, chase scenes. Yeah. Really fun cinematography, strange imagery. It's just kind of delightful. And then yeah. if they cut it five minutes short when she gets dropped off on the street and just have it end where she's looking up at the sky and the lights are going off. Fucking that would rock. Like looking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, Over. damn, that rocks. And then it's like... Mm-mm. You know, with like modern technology and modern streaming, I feel like people could edit it. Like the editors yeah. could be like, you know, we're going to sh- change this really quick. And then they will. I wonder yeah. if that is like a future of filmmaking. <laughs> also, yeah, AI. Well, we talked well about not even adventures. AI. Just like... Just like, oh, we're hearing that this ending is annoying people. Yeah. Let's just cut it. Let's just cut out the ending. And then the movie just changes on the streaming service. Because it's not like it's distributed on DVDs or anything. I wouldn't be super surprised. I feel like there's an example of that recently. Huh. Where they changed a movie because people didn't like a certain thing about it. Uh-huh. I guess a good example, you know, Arrested Development Season 4? Oh, yeah. They yeah, did yeah, that full re-edit like that. of the entire season. And it was way better. Oh, but interesting. It's kind of interesting to think about that because they yeah. did. They were like, we heard we heard what you were saying. And listen, let's show you this now. And yeah. everyone went, OK, I still don't like that, but it was better. <laughs> yeah, still not good. I still but... don't like it, but it's better than it was. And then they were like, could you make um, Portia de Rossi's face look different? It's scaring me. Oh, no, it did look bad. It was scary. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But, but I guess that's what that character would do, also. Yeah, like, and get also crazy. She, she's married surgery. to Ellen, and Ellen's not that nice, we found out. So maybe there's something else going on. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm an definitely, Ellen, Ellen apologist. I'm willing to extrapolate wildly, though. I'm, I have no idea, and I don't care for Ellen, but. Uh-huh. 
but I have something to say. I feel like people Better. people complaining oh. on production sets that people are monsters. Yeah, like you kind of have I don't to know. Be. I don't know about that. I'm like, this is I'll maybe say your this. first work environment and you're like fresh to this like space and it people are mean, but also yeah. people are just mean and like yeah kind of deal with it in some way like sometimes people are mean well i could see i can see it being a problem if your whole image is being like a nice little scarecrow lady who dances yeah but you know if you are I mean i don't it. think you should build your whole image around being sweet and nice because then well, it's, it's going to be like yeah know. i think like it's if like people Jimmy find Fallon out that also you... jimmy fallon yeah. wendy williams it's like these are toxic work environments. I'm like suing. Well, I'm like, duh. Wendy you like Williams, work in TV. People are mean and rude. Wendy Williams, I feel like it makes her more iconic because she's mean on the show. Yeah. Like she's she's kind of mean in general. And then, but then like Jimmy Fallon has a drinking problem. Yeah. So and he should get help. He well, should get it's help. also like working in fashion. It's like these people are superficial and rude. And like yeah. this fashion house, I'm like, what the fuck do you think? Like, what do you think? Yeah. This is the whole industry. <laughs> like, it's yeah. all about be skinny, be skinny, be, be skinny, be cunt, be but, skinny, um, be cunt, be quiet. And maybe one day you'll be in a Troy Sivan music video. Is that what you want? They're, you're talking about like literal eight year olds. <laughs> um, is that what you kids want? Like, oh, what if kids. everyone, it's like the Hunger Games, but instead of participating in the Hunger Games, you get to, um, being a choice of a music video it's like a dystopia yeah it sounds bad like you win do, something do, bad do, 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 do. that's not choice of no he has that new song where he samples that though oh he does god yes yeah, he... a real it's a really weird choice but <sighs> you know who knows when people sample History... songs from under 10 yeah. years i'm like what wait that's still a song history is gonna vindicate that twink hmm or it will villainize him. Only time will tell. But if you, um, and it's like I'm eight. If you want to be in his music video, then you have to learn how to dance from a young age. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. This movie was interesting. It was fun and kind of scary. And then the ending sucks. Yep. Two and stars, watch it on stars. a plane. Download it on your, um, on your device and watch it on a plane. Yeah, and your Apple iPad. You have a business trip to New Mexico. Yeah, you have Perfect a lot time. of sand. You have a lot of turquoise to sell. Roswell, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. You make plushies. Little aliens. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Done deal. Have you Oh, baby, baby. Uh-uh. Maybe I should make this face always. Yeah, definitely. You'll make it in the fashion industry. You're definitely going to be in the music video if you do. Hey, hi. Very, very um, Wes Anderson character. Can you imagine a podcast like that? Yeah, this is just not the. It's too didactic mm-hmm. and misconstrued. Mm-hmm. I simply didn't understand the premise and the way it associates with the story as it unravels further. Mm-hmm. I can't. Ew, that. NPR was a mistake, and we got to take away their funding. <laughs> the New Yorker 
New Yorker people talking about movies is a mistake. I like hate them. Yeah. I wish that there would be like um some kind of attack. As the trite B plot of this yeah. underwhelming piece of cinema unfolds. Uh, uh, I was absorbed into its verisimilitude. <laughs> Juxtaposing modern poverty with I don't even know. Serfdom fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Emblematic. that. Um, I think that they need food poisoning or like some kind of struggle to fight against. But it gets oh, like sh- really bad. You know, I'm listen. This next movie, I'm excited to hear what you think about. Okay. We also watch Rotting in the Sun. It's on movie and it's an independent movie by sebastian silva oh my god that reminds me i have to cancel my movie subscription because i got a free trial to watch this movie girl watch ivan's ecstasy on there though okay it's fun um yeah it's a sebastian silva film uh self-absorbed sebastian silva exploration of lord knows what about Yes. Um, um, what Bocan. is your star rating? So listen, don't get upset, okay? Okay, you're going high. Not high. I'm going to say on this one, I'm like uh, probably like a four. Three and a half to four. So it's I very did high. like it. That's not very high. Four? Four's not Four's very high. high. Four and a half is high. Hmm. I, I give it a three. Again. Okay, okay. I give it a three point two five. A little better than yeah. the last movie I watched. I'm probably close to around the same. Other than half, like, maybe. I didn't know this was a Sebastian Silva movie. Uh-huh. And if you if you guys don't know who that is, because that makes sense, he made um, Crystal Fairy and the Magic Cactus, which was kind of like an independent comedy darling, I guess, starring Michael Sarah, and then that one girl who looks very bohemian and then um he made the movie magic magic and then a movie called the maid and i've seen all three of those and i really like those movies um i like his kind of improvised style and how kind of chaotic everything is and his handheld filming okay um but this movie was a lot a big focus of this movie is this hyper self-aware LA influencer named Jordan Firstman. And you know this because he says his name like 800 times in the film. But it also is like he's saying it a lot and like winking at himself, being like, look at how much I'm saying my name. Like, isn't this like, don't you hate this? Isn't this cringe? Don't you love it? Love me for like the self awareness that I'm bringing to how cringe this is. There's like, there's a influencer that like uses his own name uh, in the film. Sebastian is the director and he keeps calling him Seb. Okay. So he's playing him. They're both playing, they're playing themselves. And it's a meta film. It's a like really almost meta. a little too in your face meta for me where I'm like, okay, I get mm-hmm. it. Like you're referencing this movie that, that Jordan Firstman is pitching to you. And like, he's pitching this movie that's being made to you. I get it. Yeah. Great. About um, yourselves. About yourselves. And like, you're, yeah, it's fine. It's, you have to support it as a queer film. Like there's a lot of dicks and like blowjobs and like beach 
A lot of blowjobs in this movie. Like, unsimulated sex in the movie. It is NC-17. Yeah. Um, Because, like, there's a part where I'm like, oh, no, they really... That was... He was really sucking that dick. Mm-hmm. And that man's actually hard. Like, that's a real penis that's in his mouth. Yeah, which was, um, like... Shocking or whatever. Like, good, cool. It's a bit... Look, I love verisimilitude as i said in character recently but Mm -hmm. i will say this is a tough movie to recommend to friends and um i shouldn't have watched it with my mom shut up but she liked the mystery she just said she didn't like all the fag shit in it yeah i mean that makes sense it's a little unnecessary there's a good there's a really great like i mean i thought it was unnecessary it it created good brush strokes of like queer culture Mm -hmm. or whatever and being like yeah we're doing this but it's like i don't really see that in straight movies a lot like that much sex like they're not showing a guy stick his tongue into a vagina or whatever you know what i mean yeah it's like for shock it's like to give shock and stuff and to be like can you believe this is in the movie to me is what that felt like yeah i mean it also was very casual about it though so it was almost like I don't know. I think it was sort of a statement on gay culture in a way where it's like, look how like much we fuck we are, and yeah. we're obsessed with sex. The only problem is, is that that wasn't really like the theme of the movie. Yeah. So it, it it was it was a weird sort of critique on like gay culture or at least representation of it, and then that had nothing to do with what the movie's about, which is really just about kind of wanting to die. Yeah. Um, and so it was very weird, it was but good. it was fun to see people sucking each other's dicks in a movie for once. Yeah. Yeah. And finally. Finally. Yeah. But Haven't it's like, you definitely. That? What? Oh, you mean like the actual, like act, not like, uh, no, I mean like they're actually sucking not each like other's artistic dicks. And like the close up on Alexander Skarsgård face. I felt like that was probably a little more. Yeah, a little well more impactful. In Infinity Pool. Yeah, I thought that was a more impactful yeah. sex scene than that. But I guess the part of it is like it's supposed to be flip. Like these yeah, guys don't care casual. about sex. Yeah, and it so it's like it is. It's just like it's kind of a tough movie to recommend. Like my friend was like, "What have you been watching?" And I was like, "Oh, I watched this movie called Raisin in the Sun," and um, <laughs> they suck each other's dicks in it. It was crazy. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I'll watch that one. Yeah. He's like a straight guy, which is like. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's just like putting real gay sex in your movie is a very it's a strong choice. Yeah. You know, it'll limit your viewership. Yeah. Kind of. But and I think if you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. it did like it needs like a I would hope it has like a point. So then the broader audience can take that in. Yeah. But I guess the broader audience is being like, oh, gay men are disgusting. Like, got it. Like, that's, yeah, they, like, well, mostly... that's kind of maybe because well, it's not even point. just regular sex. It's like, yeah, it's like realistic stuff. But there's a part where there's a threesome and they're trying to put a double ended dildo in this guy's ass. And there's poop and on then it. Later in the movie, there's just a double ended dildo with shit on it on the floor. And the dog starts licking the shit off the dildo. And so at a certain point, it's like you are getting gross to where it's like, who, what, who's doing that? Who's doing that? Yeah. You're not, I'm not like, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck somebody. I'll have a threesome. Yeah. I'll suck someone's dick. I'll, we can do the double ended dildo thing. 
if there's a double-ended dildo with shit on it in my room, yeah. I'm paying attention to that. I don't care what drugs I'm on. We're yeah. taking care of that situation. That's a situation that needs to be addressed immediately. Yeah. Not kicking it behind a mirror. Right. And so it's just like, oh, okay. But I guess, is it supposed to be like, these are actually repulsive people or gays are repulsive? It, maybe it accidentally blurs the line both. when you don't clarify. Yeah. And so I think it was maybe both. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, that's fine. You know, it's it's like it was fucked up. It definitely was fucked up. It was definitely shocking. And I think that's yeah. what I was trying to do. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. That's when I when I yeah. like see something trying to be shocking, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Like you got me right. or whatever. You know, and it, right. that's how I always yeah. feel. Um now. But anyway, like all this aside, the plot is really interesting as it like sets up a main character. Like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Major spoilers for Major this spoiler. Movie that can be massively spoiled. Yeah, for sure. Easily. So stop listening or skip ahead. Nah. Maybe stop listening. Um, Let's give a little more explanation of the plot and stuff before we do the spoiler, though. Yeah. Okay, go. So it's about this director. He has severe depression and a ketamine addiction. He decides to go to a gay beach to get away from everything. It's like a little resort. And he meets um, real-life influencer Jordan Firstman, who I've never heard of. But um, he's apparently like very funny. But he's also kind of a cunt, at least in this movie. I don't know if he is in real life. He's playing himself, so I'm not sure. Um, and Jordan Firstman is successful, whereas Sebastian Silva is talented. We're sort of presented with this distinction. Hmm. And um, Jordan Firstman is like, let me like write something and you direct it because I love your movies. And Sebastian Silva is like, I don't really want to because I don't really respect social media. And then Jordan's like, you could be happy. And then he's like, okay. Um, so then, you know, they decide they are going to work together. He invites Jordan Firstman to come and stay with him so they can write this script together. Yeah. And they go upstairs to bring a couch downstairs because Jordan Firstman is going to be sleeping on the couch while he's staying with them. While they're doing this. This is a huge spoiler. This is a massive spoiler. This is like... made in the movie. And she keeps fucking everything up. She's always fucking up. Yeah, the maid's incredible. Jor- Jordan and Sebastian are talking to each other while he's bringing the couch down. He gets distracted while they're holding the couch. They're on the roof. The maid accidentally pushes the couch forward. And Sebastian Silva falls off of the roof of the house. And his she head gets fucking death. crushed. He's dead, dead, dead. Yeah. And instead of telling someone, the maid hides his body. Yeah. Because she's worried that she's going to get blamed for it. Yeah. She doesn't so, want to get fired. Yeah. And so the second half of the movie is Jordan Firstman, the annoying influencer, coming to this house while the maid is trying to hide the director's body. And meanwhile, he, this guy has like shitty people around him, like his best friend. Yeah, whoever that was, like his landlord slash art dealer or whatever, yeah, keeps telling him to kill himself as a um, joke. As a joke, because he keeps kind of talking about it. Uh huh. Um, and this this guy finds Sebastian's uh journal, and you see all this like 
idealization of this dog poison that the landlord mentioned to him and like left messages about on his machine like oh take the uh -huh. dog poison and he's like has all these like little bubbles like ah, oh, the dog petrobarbital phenobarbital yeah and so the landlord thinks that it's his fault that uh sebastian's dead because everyone thinks he killed himself because they can't find the body but he's missing and so the, the landlord is like stealing shit from the apartment and Jordan's trying to use his social media fame to find Sebastian. It's just a fucking mess, but it's really funny to me. Yeah. Um, the way that like the second half of this movie sort of progresses. It's very search party. Yeah, very murder mystery. Yeah. Like, was he in search party? Is that his thing? No, I guess he helped write the first season when he was with the director. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, so I don't know that eventually. Well, yeah, I I mean I haven't seen Search Party, but this is like it's a weird black comedy it's with great. a lot of dick sucking. I will say so when it's Jordan Firstman versus the maid. Yeah, it is kind of a slow burn that get, that gets tedious to me. Like where I'm like. It's a little like okay, like yeah. That's when I was like, is this like gay influencer necessary here? Like, could we have cast like maybe someone a little more like compelling? <laughs> but you just like knew not... you just knew exactly what I, I, I just didn't how... care about his struggle as an influencer, you know. I was like, okay, like enough. Like, I now I I'm feel invested. Like he his character was necessary but they show a lot of unnecessary scenes with him in it. So it's mm. like, I love how rude and fucked up he is yeah. to this woman who's trying to cover a murder that she didn't actually commit. Yeah. Right. It makes it an extremely like this man's like really fucking nosy and annoying. Uh -huh. And this woman is trying to like save herself from going to jail. Cause now she's in like too deep. Right. Yeah. And I think that dynamic works really well. Focus on her and make her the main character, which she kind of was. Yeah. But they also have scenes where it's just like, okay, so now Jordan Firstman's character is in a bar or like at an art sex. event. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what what Who is cares? this part accomplishing here? It's a little bit like, okay, get like, let's get on with it. Because every time they were together, the maid and Jordan, I loved every single scene they were in together. Yeah. I think it was great. That's a good point. Like, make the maid, maybe if the maid yeah. was more of, like, the focus. Mm -hmm. So, less... eventually, the movie sort of ends with... Sorry, go ahead. I didn't. No, yeah, 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 go ahead. Well, it sort of ends with the landlord getting arrested, presumably, for encouraging him to take phenobarbital and also for having a lot drugs of drugs. Because the, the police get involved, and he's, there's a lot of drugs, and there's phenobarbital in and there. And his, he's renovating the yeah. apartment. And they're like, oh, this isn't a code. Yeah. Which, by the way, the maid buys phenobarbital to make it look like he did commit suicide. And that's how she like kind of gets away with it. Mm -hmm. so... And then she, the last scene is her and Jordan Firstman. And she's doing Google Translate and confessing to everything. But Google Translate messes it up. And it which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I thought that was super fucking funny. That was good. That was good. Um. But yeah, ultimately, this is it's just like a weird ass movie. Um, and I think it, if you like Sebastian Silva, you'll definitely like this. 
if you've seen his other movies, I feel like it makes more sense. He's surprisingly like doesn't make a lot of movies given how like shoot from the hip he seems to be. Mm-hmm. I think he's got like six movies altogether. Okay. And the last one was like 12 years ago. Hmm. So he's kind of, it's a, he's an odd director. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So let's talk about Jordan Firstman for a second. Okay. So you know who this is and like don't necessarily vibe with him? No, I mean, he's entertaining. I mean, his mm-hmm. whole, it's kind of a genre of LA people that I just don't like generally. There's kind of this like mm-hmm. type of LA comedian or LA person that's like very, I don't know if it's like now an archetype of someone that's like an awful human yeah but that like tries to put a sheen of self-awareness and like comedy around it so so it's like self-forgiving for being like horrific because it's like because you know know you're horrific and you're doing it like isn't that like wink wink isn't it fun to be around me because i know like we're in on the joke together that i'm awful and i'm like no you're actually just awful and i would never want to be around you like and you said he was physically abusive to his boyfriend oh no not that oh he was he raped someone (laughs) no i will say in this show he twice is sexually assaults people and it's kind of like a joke which i thought was weird well not the part where he kisses the brother on ketamine i don't think that was a joke well, and, who else is he sexually? And Sebastian Silva, when he just like starts like putting his tongue in his mouth and he's all like fucked up and he's like, Whoa, yeah, like, doesn't consent to it. It's like, Oh, gay culture, but I know I'm disgusting. I'm like, No, you actually Doug said he did that in real life to Doug and he does it to people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's part of gay culture, sexual assault. Yeah, is what it's saying. That's one of my least favorite parts, to be honest. Yeah. Other than I feel like Ellen's been in that phase for a long time, but in her book smart era, but um, yeah, so this man's like a bad, he like seems like a bad person in the movie. It's never like very funny, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if he's like supposed to, I don't, I don't know. I don't quite understand like what, if like he's playing himself actually, Mm -hmm. or if he's really like that, like, is he playing a self-obsessed influencer or is he actually like, this is part of his brand? I think this is part of his brand and who he is, kind of. So, what's the like the joke then? If you're like, what is the joke? <laughs> I don't know. I like, what is it that doesn't he just do like little impressions? Because I saw a, an Instagram video. I like looked him up, and yeah. I saw like one of his Instagram videos, and he does like silly impressions. So, how did that turn into this weird like rock star? I can do what I want persona because it's like. You better be musically talented or something if you act like that. Yeah. No, I think he, that's for followers or whatever. But now he has like a he has like a modeling agent and I don't know. It's all a lot. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I don't know. I was just trying to look him up right now. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about him. I thought he was fun in this movie just but because he's like as a character. Like if he's just playing a character, it's a fun character. If that's how he is in real life, it's like, um, you know, get it together, girl, because 
you you're headed down a bad path. You can't keep kissing everybody just because you did ketamine. It's not an excuse. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now I care about what to care about. I just have no idea what to care about. Ghost. Ghost is ghost. Maybe he's funny. Maybe he's hilarious, actually. And it's like, and he's not re- really like this? But, yeah. Okay. I think he is like this. One of his early YouTubes is called, like, Horrible People, and it's, like, him and Drew Drogi being really mean to each other. It's, like, gay it, but it's mean like a people. Ju- yeah, I, I don't, don't really like mean gay people. I don't know. Because know your place, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then also, second of all, it's like, um, it, I don't think being mean by itself is very funny at all. Yeah. Like, the like people, they'll, they'll build their whole personality on, like, I'm willing to say mean things to people to their face in a shocking <sighs> way. Yeah. And it's like, but there needs to be something else there, too. Because what is like the like what's the joke what's the joke what's where the is the joke? comedy girl where's the comedy you're just mean i need to put on and it's I like need to charge my computer it's and i'm gonna say this well doug's not here i'm not gonna defend you if like when it comes to the point where we need to show solidarity i'm not gonna show solidarity to you if you're mean to me if you think it's so funny to be fucking mean then i'm gonna be mean and i'm gonna be like if like they come to hunt gays or something if that happens i'll be like that one's over there if you say some rude shit to me like for instance if you're like oh you're going bald i'll be like okay well check it out they're killing gay people now so i'm gonna rat on you i am going to that'll be fun for you that'll be fun for you to listen to oh no (laughs) um yeah i definitely said some things you're gonna need to cut out really yeah definitely (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't really care. Um, I'm just saying, like, if, you know, if there's a point where we need to show solidarity as gay people, I'm going to, like, you know what I mean? It's like if somebody comes and they're like, where's that gay person? Like, because they're like, it's like becomes illegal or something. I'm going to tell them where you are if you're mean to me. Okay, good. I am going to. I am. I'll Why? Just like, what did you say? I'm just saying, like, if it ever, you know, it's like the LGBTQ community is being targeted right now. So mm-hmm. be careful, because I could use that to my advantage if I need to. Yeah. Oh, and I will. We might need to work with Jordan Firstman someday. Well, if he's not actually mean, then I would. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, is he... I don't know. It was just like a very, like, it just feels very, like, old-fashioned, like, gay bitchy comedy very 2008 like i'm a gay bitch yeah it's like gay people do ketamine or it's like get out of my face like that's how you like end every conversation yeah and it's like you know there's like some charm to it there's just not a lot of originality but that's fine yeah you know if you want to for me i want to be a sloppy gay i want to be a gooey gay but um really normalizes ketamine in a weird way Ketamine's pretty normal, though, isn't it? I mean, it I is popular. Know. It definitely is popular. At oh, least they cool. weren't doing GHB in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Everybody does G now. G is it. Yeah, because of PewDiePie. Who? PewDiePie. I don't know. G Fuel. Oh, do you do G? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been drinking it all day. I had a coworker 
who did G every day at Scruff. Did the coworker know where they were or what had happened the day before ever? I don't. Well, eventually they quit and moved to Chicago. That's a good career path. <laughs> yeah. To in, to invent the next beam. Oh, no, they didn't quit. They yelled. Oh. They had a meeting with the CEO and started screaming at them about like health insurance <laughs> and shadow people. And they were like, you can't talk to a CEO like that about your. I needs. really feel like you are undermining your own socialist cause if you're on GHB when you express those opinions. Yeah. Like we need healthcare. Is it growing up providing healthcare for you? You're gonna have a stroke soon. Soon, yeah. Stop taking GHB every day. Yeah. But I do love that people like to have fun. I love that too. Yeah. I no ketamine for me, but thanks. I guess people are really going going after it. Oh no no no, I'm full. Uh, that's how you that's how you decline drugs oh well i'm full i couldn't have another bite yeah um no i mean you know it's this is like a kind of fucked up movie definitely portrays gay people in a bad way but it portrays everyone in a bad way so i don't think it's like specifically harmful yeah um weird dynamics in the movie where you have like a lot of social influence versus someone who just like cleans houses for a living um puts these two characters in a space where like they have to kind of interact and that's fun i like yeah that that was fun um but yeah i'd never heard of jordan firstman he he, i thought he was good in this movie yeah um but i if he's really like that then i don't like him (laughs) like i don't (laughs) i don't know what to say i don't like that man if he's like if he acts like that like that's like the type of person you know the type of person who's like "Ah, hello you know and it's like the first time you've ever fucking met each other and they hug right away it's like I can't hug you right away. I have autism and it makes me feel like there's bugs on me. Yeah. So. And know that there's bugs on him. Definitely. There's critters everywhere. There are some funny lines. He had some funny moments like where he's like, yeah. suicides for faggots and like slapped. Him. Love that. I, was like, I thought that, that was, was so fun. That was really good. That was hilarious. Yeah, there he definitely had charming moments in the movie. And as he unravels, he does become kind of humanized where you see that he starts to actually care about someone other than himself. Yeah. Um, and see kind of how vapid the life is that and the people he surrounded himself with. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, um the one girl like comes in and she's like, he's like, Babe, I love you. It is not the vibe. Because they're in the middle of a police investigation. And then she goes, she goes, baby, I don't know what this new dark personality is, but it's unwatchable. It's like that kind of shit is like, it's like, that's really funny. And then he's like, you need to chill out, like go to a spa. And she goes like, I need a facial, but only if it's right now. It's like that. And it's like, they're in the middle of like talking about whether or not this man killed himself. And like that stuff I thought was great and satirical and really funny. And he's like, I got 25,000 followers from this. Yeah. These people are fucked up. And then yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, someone gave me their baby. <laughs> it's like, it's funny, you know, it's fun. It's funny. They it is satirical. The, he did a really good job. The mm-hmm. director in the first half of his journey with like watching social media while like traveling and stuff like the cuts 
that were used with like social media to get him from like his place to the beach yes definitely that were really great i was like oh wow that's a, it felt very real where you're like watching this bullshit stuff and like not present yeah. where you are and all of a sudden you're somewhere else and you're like wait yes. watching the same bullshit stuff yeah that was good there is definitely some great stuff in this it's unfocused and it's also like again it's like quite offensive yeah. i feel like you're having a similar reaction to this that i had the bottoms in a way hmm. where it's like yeah it's a good movie but like some of it was sort of upsetting in a way that i didn't enjoy and yeah. that wasn't justified i guess Hmm. you thought it wasn't justified me you're upset this movie no bottoms no i think i think that a lot of the jokes were not like justified in how offensive they were oh yeah whereas with this movie it feels like that's kind of how you feel about it yeah i feel that way about like the gay stuff it feels kind of like oh look at these dicks like i didn't i've i felt a little like I don't know. It's like unnecessary. It felt like cheap. I feel like it could have been more shocking if they didn't show the actual dick in a way. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. Because there's like there's a scene in this movie where they hard cut to deep throating to Jordan first and sucking a dick. But like, I mean, like it's full on in there and yeah. then he goes and then like it comes out. And you can tell mouth. that in that moment. It's Jordan Firstman outside of the film being like, I'm going to show people su- me sucking a dick in this movie. And they're going to yeah, see that... me actually sucking the dick. That's what I felt when I saw that. Yeah, I, I like, definitely agree. Him as a person being like, oh my God. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it's like shock value kind of thing where it's like, you've seen me on Instagram. Now see me. Uh, now see me suck this fucking long. That's how penis. wild I am. I'm Jordan Firstman. Like that's what you I heard. I was like, you oh, thought God. that was you thought that impression of a salsa dancer on an airplane was crazy. <laughs> Watch me deep throat until I throw up. Yeah, it's just weird because it's like he's a comedian, right? I mean, I looked at his stuff and it's like he's just a comedian who does silly impressions. Yeah, so it's like the rock star thing is just strange to me, and I think like comedy in in a way is turning into that, which is very like new. Like Pete Pete Davidson, uh-huh. like his whole thing was I've never seen him make a joke in my entire life. I have seen him in pictures with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's like that's where it we're at with like comedy in some ways, and it looks like that's like kind of where people are trying to brand themselves to. And it's like <sighs> that's fine, I guess. I just don't know. It's like you better be more than just like pretty funny if you're gonna act like a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like you gotta be like good at something else too like you gotta like play guitar maybe or skateboard <laughs> or you can make a like glass blowing or something like you're really good at glass blowing so it's like you're the or like you gotta make like those little hot air balloon dog statues yeah and then he's like and sometimes i say really weird stuff about eugenics so i don't know it just feels like it's not quite enough yeah to just be pretty funny and then act like that. It's weird. This movie well, blends the li- blurs the lines. I would say if you're really cool, if you're uh, if you're really queer and like the like kind of rich gay I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you recommend this to? 
Well, my mom didn't like it, so definitely not her. No moms. Like, queer weirdos, watch this. But that's like... If the, you have money. This is the thing, you guys. We're queer weirdos with money. Let me say this. We're being victimized. Gay people are being victimized by branding right now. Mm. We're having this sort of weird, mean gay renaissance, um, white gay renaissance, and it's becoming nauseating to the point where, like... We can't do this and survive. We're eating ourselves alive, you guys. We have to stop. We have to stop branding ourselves as radical queers. You're not radical. You have a shirt that you paid $2,000 for. You're a capitalist. You're a consumerist. And you're falling into a trap. You are. And you can't be both. So stop. Wow. Or I'll kill you with a gun. Because I support the Second Amendment. And I have a gun. Wow. That was great. Um, Does that make sense? I mean, that makes sense. It's just like, guys, if you have a $2,000 sweatshirt, you're not radical. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you didn't, you didn't fucking, you know, it's like at this point, it's like, they're going to Photoshop Balenciaga fucking sunglasses onto Marsha P. Johnson. They're going to be like, Balenciaga through the first brick at Stonewall. And it's like, girl, you're kill yourself. I'm so sorry, but it's like, do the phenobarbital thing if you think (sighs) that you can have a revolution in a $2,000 shirt. That's crazy. And it's just annoying that people think they're being radical. It's just like, this is not radical queerness. This is self-obsessed sickness. This is a disease. (laughs) And it's, and it's really, really affecting our culture. And I'm going to start biting people. I'll say on the other side of that, uh, I went to have brunch. You gotta go. No, no, I don't. I just got a call, but I'll, answer later are you sure okay other side of it yeah on the other side of this i went and had brunch in williamsburg the other day brunch Mm -hmm. gay and we sat next to also this is an experience in the gym there too williamsburg used to be like kind of gritty or whatever i'm kind of hitting this point and living in new york where i've like been here i was here when blah 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 before there was an urban outfitters in this neighborhood or whatever like yeah. Williamsburg used to be kind of a shithole and now it's like or like when I moved there and now it's like they have like Lululemon, Whole Foods, Equinox, like like you got to get you got to be Jesus in the temple now. Like so much it's like a mall area, like really mm-hmm. high end mall. And now gays are moving there that are like obnoxious hell's kitchen gays and like Connecticut gays and I'm like it's just strange because like my experience in new york up until like you know five years ago i like played in a gay volleyball league and whenever i'd be like oh i live in brooklyn like near williamsburg people would be like oh my god get your passport i'll get my passport and i'll visit you out there that's wild you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. now they're like (laughs) now they're here they've all moved to williamsburg and are like being like oh you know talking about the new restaurants and whatever we're at brunch and there were like six dudes sitting next to us and they're all in like j crew and like i don't know just very put together mm. and they were all like gay guys that kind of look straight and we're talking about properties and stuff and Check i was just like my real estate i was like what it was just this is the other gay yeah it made me think that gays are gays now don't move to areas and like help build them up they move at the end of gentrification and they're responsible for a lot of gentrification they're like pope but they i feel like they're used to be like 
oh, we go here because we're an oppressed group of people and I like just need to be away and like have my space and we'll we'll make it cool or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like have the white girls approved it and started descending there. Okay, cool. Now let's yeah. go there. We're losing our spark up. as a culture, I think. And I, I think it's kind of sad to see that celebrated. Yeah. Jordan Fersman threw the fir- through the first titanium iPhone through the window at Stonewall. <laughs> it's like, you know, the iPhone's titanium now. Yeah. The iPhone 15 Pretty through cool. the window at Lululemon. <laughs> That's yeah. such a fucking... Do you know that Jordan Brisbane threw the first titanium iPhone 15 through the window at Lululemon? It's like, <laughs> this is sick. We're sick. There's something wrong with us. Uh, we, we, we survived AIDS for what? You know? <laughs> it's like, what are we doing with ourselves? But it's okay. I don't know. If people want to be radical and queer and non-binary as a fashion statement, it's fine, I guess. I don't care. I'm going to kill myself yeah. anyway because my car won't start. Oh, the car. If your yeah. week was a movie, Max. Oh, if you're, I don't know who to recommend Damn. this movie to. I don't know. What would you say overall? I would recommend it. I thought it was fun. If you're to, gay, to watch who? it. You won't be to that a gay shy. person. Yeah. Yeah, to gay, to gay people. people. Yeah. Um, but it is like I'm hoping it's really a violent social critique and not a sort of celebration. And I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, but don't act like this. Some fun don't twists. fucking act like that. You the know, twists were really fun. Yeah, fun and cute. It's unfortunate that the gayness eclipses the actual cool plot of it to me. Yeah, and I guess it's also like a little unfortunate that all of the gayness in this is like evil. <laughs> it's like it's like this is not I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like the at plot the same is time, great. it's like, you know, the they're evil people. I agree. Yeah. And it's like a great, genuinely like Janet Lee in the shower moment. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't believe that he just tips off the edge and falls off the roof and dies. I mean, yeah. that scene was so shocking. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, that's worth it alone. Um, so, I don't know. We had a very unfocused discussion, but I feel like it was good. It was fun. Yes, definitely. A lot of shit, maybe. Well, what we'll are they going to do? You I don't know? know, comment on an Instagram post. So who knows? Yeah, they're going to be like, how could you call me not queer just because I bought a shirt that has stripes on it? for $50,000 from a homophobic CEO who lives in China and is focusing on and supporting kill the gay bills in Uganda. I am a radical. I have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Um, if my week was a movie, my week would be I don't know. It would be smiley face if she didn't smoke weed. Interesting. Just very chaotic. Not going to explain why. Um, She just sat on a couch. The cave person. My week. My week would be. Some hell part two. Yeah. Hellraiser part two. Great. I'm just. I feel like I'm just running through a maze and it's full of traps. Um. And one more thing. What would you recommend this week? You go first. I am going to recommend a a movie called um, Stop Making Sense. It's in theaters right now. It's in IMAX. 
and um, it is just the the Talking Heads concert in IMAX. Really great concert and super fun to watch. I had a great time watching it. If you like Talking Heads, or even if you just like live music or watching it, and I don't, by the way, mm-hmm. um, but it was still it was like a blast to watch this in IMAX and to just see like how happy and fun this band is. I don't know if they've ever done any evil things. I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but they just seem like they're all good friends with each other. And it's nice to see David Byrne like give credit to everybody. He's like the front man, but he yeah. like lets everybody have their moment. And it was just cool. It is he great. seems nice. That is a great one. <clears throat> um, okay. I didn't I haven't thought to go see it in IMAX, but I do I have seen that. Yeah, it's so. it's in IMAX right now. It probably won't be by the time this comes out, but it's like I think it's just in there for another like one week or something, but cool. apparently it was fine. Um, Everyone, I speak Spanish sometimes. Little Jordan Firstman moment talking to the maid. <laughs> bueno, he did not speak oh. English though. Bueno, como si? Um, yeah. So my other movie that I would recommend would be. The Trial by Orson Welles. Whoa. Slow uh, one. Speaking of radical queerness, Anthony slow Perkins. Burn. No, it's not slow burn. It's like a surreal, bizarre movie. The Trial? It's a freak movie. Yeah, it's like Anthony Perkins. It's based on a Franz Kafka novel that wasn't finished. Yeah. And uh, it's really funny. And it's like Orson Welles doing a David David Lynch movie. It's really weird. But it's, read they, the they just trial. dropped it on... Um, okay they just dropped it on criterion channel i think i'm gonna recommend i think it's his best movie oh i love m wait really the fritz lang movie yeah that's a good one that movie fucking rocks good rex good that's a fun one i have not seen the trial i will see the trial um agreed well maybe we should wrap it up and you should get your burrito it's in the entrance i think if my spanish was right we'll see We'll see. This is a fun episode, though. We'll see what happens. Maybe cut down some of the ranting, but it needs to be said, girls and gays. Like, what are we doing? Let's what are we let's doing? Love each other. Let's love each other. I think. Yeah, let's love each other. Let's no more mean. Mean isn't cute. no more mean. It's like yeah, no it's more LA funny. fun or funny or cute or cool. No, it's just like exhausting and evil, actually. Like, to make other gay people feel like that and then to expect to be called radically queer it's like you're not nice you're not solidarity you're a cunt and you're not one of us <laughs> so stop if you want to be uh, are you poor he says that in the it's like girl no why were you the one that made it yeah <laughs> that's a good question you know what um, i mean he came back from a war no i'm just kidding you're like damn man um, back from vietnam and it's like that one guy made he's still alive it's like oh <laughs> i'm glad somebody made it out you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. some of them it's like what if they didn't come back <laughs> but um you know i don't know anyway have All a great right, day have a great... App. please vote for me in the contest so oh i can God. get thirteen thousand dollars because yeah. i am poor don't jordan vote for jordan go vote for max bye <laughs> Rough day podcast. 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 Rough day